right, boys and girls, we're going to start doing all of our episodes in sign language. Here it is, marketing, management, and money. <laughs> and uh, Ryan Owens is officially fired, so this is now the Ryan Murray Show. I'll see how well I fly solo. Late night with Ryan Murray. That sounds saucy, man. Ooh, okay, welcome to an episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm Ryan Murray. Man, you need co-host for that and, and a, a smoking hot diva. Which I get neither out of you. Ouch. <laughs> and so and all, it hurts so bad only because it's so true. For, for those who actually <laughs> want an episode today, what are we talking about? Maybe, I was going to no, I no, no, feel no. like I'm trying no, to no, be no, no, mature no. Slow here. Down, slow down. I know you are, but I'm not. I'm not ready to go there yet. All right. We need to mess around just a little bit more. So you said you'd get neither of those things in me. I'm a diva, man. I may not be smoking hot, but I'm definitely a diva. So at least you got that, right? It's a bonus. I, <laughs> so to our listeners out there, if anyone is interested, I'm looking for a new co-host. If you know, it, according Try to his out. standards, you don't have to know a lot about business. <laughs> Tryouts are also done in ASL. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Management and Money. We are your hosts, Ryan Owens and Ryan Murray. And we are definitely going to get mature now and start our episode. Yes. We're going we're gonna to start into the topic, uh, which I think is is something that's on the minds of a lot of people, especially in, in times like these with economic downturn or what have you. Should I start a small business due to economic factors, to other any other outside factors, right? Mm-hmm. These are things that we can't control and, and whatnot. And how do those things play a role in our thought processes and in our our amount of courage or our, our amount of risk aversion so that we're willing to take on more risk, we're less afraid. Or even if we are afraid, we're like, well, crap. It's like, I got to do this. Yeah. I have to, even if I'm scared, you know? So, so what are some of these factors? Let's, why don't we kick it off there? We already mentioned the economic side of things, but so interesting that you picked this topic, you know, as we, uh, as we're trying to figure out topics and you're like, Hey, this has been on my mind. I want to talk about yeah, it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's great. Um, I had a, I had just this last week, I got a referral for a, a small business that's starting up and, uh, it was someone that I knew, uh, that they were kind of helping this entrepreneur and, you know, they knew, they knew that I did this. And so they reached out to me and they're just like, Hey, can you, can you help my friend? Uh, they're getting ready to, uh, you know, they're getting ready to do a business. Uh, can you just give a couple pointers and, yeah, uh, sure. you know, and, and I'm like, love to, like, this is right. what I do. We could talk about this all day long. Ha- happy to do it. And, uh, like I, I felt like I was a little bit baited because they're like, good, they're right here. Oh, geez. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I love like, those scenarios. I'm like, well, what would like- you have done if I said no? <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like halfway done with your lunch. They're like, here, talk to him right now. Got a mouthful of lasagna. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I and the the way that I kick it off with this uh, with this potential entrepreneur is I'm like, all right, so it's in the uh, midst of a pandemic, everyone's shutting down, and you decided to open up. Right, like you either have a lot of courage, or you're stupid, or it's a mix <laughs> of both. <laughs> they appreciated the humor. I'm like, I hopefully they don't take that the wrong way. Welcome to entrepreneurship, but the, nobody's sure. <laughs> like. Behind every joke, there's a bit of truth. And yeah, I'm sure. like, exactly. honestly, you either have a lot of courage or you're stupid or a little bit of both. Yeah. And I want to talk about that stupidity factor of, man, when things, when everything's pointing in the wrong direction, yeah. 
you know, like some people run the opposite way. Yeah, everyone is running out of the burning building, and yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, huh, that looks like good real estate. Right. Let's go check it well, out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak your. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, and I get, I get the direction that you're going and obviously this is coming from a joke, right? But we, I think it's important to tweak the stupidity title that you're giving this because I don't know that it's necessarily, I mean, maybe it is stupidity. I mean, I'm not a shining example of the opposite, but um, maybe we call it like turning a blind eye to, to some of these factors right oh, okay, i don't know i don't okay. know what term you would put to you're it, gonna but. be politically correct i'm not because i have seen well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be politically correct i'm just trying to i don't i don't think it's stupidity because it's uh, stupidity to me implies like a lack of intelligence right okay, and i don't okay. think it's a lack of intelligence i think it's just ignoring some of these factors like it's it's almost like a brazenness oh, oh, right? okay, okay and thank you for the clarification because that's a good clarification but I want to put this out there. Entrepreneurs oftentimes get very emotionally caught up in the moment. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I want to be very clear. If you are overly logical, that is not necessarily a success principle. <laughs> right. Like you have to have a balance of logic and emotion. We, For sure. we are emotional creatures. And anyone that thinks that, oh, I, I'm only going to use data and I'm only going to use science. And I'm like, well, first off, sir, your life is incredibly boring. And second, mm. you're not always right. You know, like how often. Do you talk to yourself a lot? <laughs> Dude, you walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm here to spice up your life. Thank you. Be yeah, a little bit yeah. of a diva. Okay. You be you're the, welcome. You, you be the emotion. I'll be the logic. Okay. Here. Deal. Sweet. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't a compliment, was it? No. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I just so anyway, when they get over emotional, and a lot of times you'll see this in a startup where someone's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to do this," but oftentimes you'll see this in existing businesses where you know it's like, "Do I expand or do I hunker down? Do I do I play it a little bit smart?" And you know, I I, I picture a good poker player here, where like. You're, you're looking at your hand, sure. and sometimes you're dealt a great hand, and sometimes you're dealt a crappy hand, but your goal as an entrepreneur is to play every hand <laughs> yeah. consistent. Yeah. Like your clients, you make your clients feel like you're winning at every turn. And in and on the inside, like if they could see the soft, gooey internal guts of this thing, they'd be like, whoa, yeah. you don't have any confidence whatsoever yeah so 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 jumping back to this particular entrepreneur uh she was launching a tanning salon mm. and you know i i flat out said to her i'm like you're gutsy and she she said well the area that i'm going into so she looked at the microeconomics okay and she's like the area that i'm going into actually is booming right now because of the housing market and there's some opportunity and, sure. and as she started spelling these things out to me i'm just like dang like you you've done your homework yeah and i honestly think that this is a smart bet so even sure. though everyone is you know they're folding in that you know hypothetical poker game that i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. you know she's holding her cards she's playing it close to the chest and she she's making some calculated moves in in what she's doing and so i look at this and i'm like okay you know, in entrepreneurship, you're dealt a hand. 
Yep. And sometimes, you know, that's full house and sometimes that's a high card. Yep. And, and, and so it's like, how do you play that? And right now, a lot of people are being dealt a high card. Yeah. Like they don't even have a pair going on and you can still win if you play that hand correctly. Right. So let's talk about that. And the first thing that I want to talk about, so I mentioned that microeconomic factor, you know, how big of a, a of a role does the economy, the overall economy, play on starting a business? I mean, right now, unemployment is high. You know, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's uh, GDP is down. And when I say everyone, I'm talking like at an international level, like countries are losing money. Right. Wealth has, you know, evaporated in this pandemic. Is that a good time or a bad time to start a business? It depends. Sure. Oh, and, and and so looking at it as, as an entrepreneur, you know, you got to be able to kind of read the signs, understand what you're looking at. Are, are you walking into an opportunity or are you walking into a disaster? Yeah. And you got to kind of check that, that emotion, that ego at the door. For sure. And say, okay, you know, what, what are my trusted advisors telling me now? When I say trusted advisors, immediately you kind of picture the boardroom and it's like, oh, well, you know, you should do this. George Washington. I'm talking, you know. Mahatma Gandhi. Like, find a successful entrepreneur, take her to lunch, and ask her some advice. Yeah. That's a trusted advisor right there. Yeah, right. What's she saying? You know, she's been in business for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. What's she saying about where the market is today? Yeah. And, you know, and then compare that to a couple other people. What are they saying? You know, and just... Kind of, kind of feed on this, and uh, you know, and get get some outside perspective to where you're in a position that you're like, okay, I'm not only going off of my own gut check. It's either inspiration or indigestion, is what I like nah. to say. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that um, a lot of entrepreneurs. Well, a couple of things because you covered a lot of ground there. Holy cow! I, I did. I apologize. <laughs> I kind of. <laughs> <I just, laughs> <laughs> right, wind it up and let it rip. So, um, it's like those chattering teeth that you see with the feet and you wind them up. <laughs> when you're sitting here, you're like, how do I put this thing back together? No, that's kind of how all that I know. Right. I'm like outside factors. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. So I think that a, a lot of entrepreneurs who are successful entrepreneurs and could essentially repeat their results, right? Like sure. that to me, like you can't be dumb. And, and get there intellectually, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think you absolutely can lack emotional intelligence and and have that intellect and make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And and that alludes to the point of your your need for these these external advisors, this advice seeking in in these kinds of times, whether that's economic or something along the lines of like a, a personal crisis or, you know, mm-hmm. like a loss in the family, these is external things that you can't control. It's important to have this trusted board of advisors. And I think that that's one of the big takeaways that could come out of this episode is that having, and I'm going to say a well-rounded group of trusted advisors, because you don't want all of the same person. I, you don't want yourself six times over. And, right? and, and I really, I'm glad that you, you got on that because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing in my mind confirmation bias, you know, if, sure. 
Well, if oh, I, I see, I if, see. What if you're I saying. already yeah, yeah, yeah. believe that my business is going to be successful, yeah. and then I surround myself with people who are going to just agree with me because exactly. they want to be agreeable. Yeah. So if you're intellectual, get a diva. Apparently, I'm seeking a job. So. Uh, <laughs> You guys need a deal. Let me know. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> as, as you're going, you know, find someone who's going to challenge you, and you know, exactly. Let, let them let them poke some holes in your plan. Well, and and I've struggled with that concept my entire life, honestly. Uh, up until I've kind of, you know, I'm I'm gonna say as I've gotten older, I'm mid thirties. I'm not that. I'm a baby still, right? <laughs> um, but as I've grown up, as I've matured. I've, I've come to understand what that means. It's not necessarily like, yeah, you know, I always thought it was like, hey, pick somebody that you're going to butt heads with. No, like yeah. you can get along with people who have a different opinion. This isn't high school they, anymore. They think differently. Right. They have a different background. They come from a different industry. Right. And this is somebody who's willing to and has the experience to play the devil's advocate. Yeah. Right. And And you might think, as you're listening to this, you might think that we're talking primarily about startups here. We're not. No, this is any any stage of business, any role within a business, right? Yeah, and think about this. You know, you've been in business for a while, and you've surrounded yourself with a bunch of advisors. Well, what happens over time is you guys gravitate. You know, like you guys start to blend and mesh. Well, when was the last time that you sought outside advice? from someone who, you know, isn't entrenched in your way of thinking yeah. because you've been going to the same advisor for the last 17 years and, you know, you, you guys are so in tune that you, you don't even need to go ask this right. person anymore. You know you what know. they're going to say. Like, no, grab someone else. It doesn't mean that you need to ditch that person that you've got history with. Right. But grab someone else and be like, hey, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, right. You know? I, it will, yeah, it's like a it's like a lake. If you don't have fresh water coming in and fresh water going out, or and water going out, um, it's pretty stagnant, nasty. Yeah, gross. <laughs> you, <laughs> right? Your business will do the same. And so, so I, let's let's talk about. So we've talked about like, I I think that that's a really good, um, like I said, a, a great takeaway for this episode. But let's talk about some of the other outside factors that can impact businesses that sure. the entrepreneurs don't have control over. Yeah. And that's where I wanted to go as well. Perfect. And so um, I'm, I'm looking at this and, you know, we talked about the economics. Okay. Deals are one in up markets. Deals are one in down markets. And I don't think that the economy should be the driving force of whether or not you start a business. Right. But it should be when the economy is moving, when you're at those big swings in the economy when when things are changing mm-hmm. you obviously need to factor that in i was talking to a good friend of mine and uh she works a lot with businesses and you know so we love to share ideas and talk about the different things that uh, that she does and sometimes when she has uh, a business that that she's kind of struggling with you know she'll pick my brain and see she she was telling me about these these two guys that they launched a gym in mm-hmm. a, a small town and they went huge with it. Like this massive, it's the size of this gym that you would see in a major city Dang. with, you know, a place that has a hundred times the population sure. of, of, of what this was. 
And so... <laughs> like, she, they're counting on everybody in the town coming to that gym. Well, well that, that was the comment that I made to her. I'm just like, well, okay, they, they have to get, like, 90% of the population, and that includes grandma and the newborn baby yeah. that are going to come to this gym. Now, they don't have to come. They just have to pay membership dues. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken from experience. Bingo. Nailed it. <laughs> but, you know, so they open in the middle of this pandemic, and I'm like, uh, dude, did you guys notice that, like, there's all sorts of health restrictions in place and yeah. gyms are not allowed to fully operate? Right. And where you're already, you know, like, playing the odds not in your favor – and then you've got this huge thing. So, you know, my friend, she comes to me and she's like, you got any advice for them? And I'm like, I don't. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That's where it is, you know. And yeah. they're, they're, they're highly leveraged. Ooh, yikes. And I just feel bad. Well, okay. So, so we've kind of, so we're kind of talking about like, you're talking about like this pandemic, right? And mm -hmm. how this pandemic is affected. So it's like these acts of God, essentially, that it's like, you can't control an earthquake, right? Sure. It's not necessarily economic because we talked about that piece, right? And so now we're talking about like, so oh, you have this massive okay. earthquake well, let's or a tidal sure. wave, right? Yeah. In recent history, we've seen things like massive tidal waves flood. The fires in Australia. Yeah. The, huge fire or you know. wildfires. And you've seen massive hurricanes, right? Hurricane Katrina coming, sweeping through in the South, um, South America, South America, <laughs> the Southern portion of the United States. Oh, that's Man, weird to think you have about. to say that really long to right. not go to South America. I know. <laughs> but so they're, they're still recovering the from that. The south. <laughs> so they're still recovering from that though, right? Mm -hmm. um, so is that, I mean, you can't see these things coming up, but when they hit, so, so there was, uh, I didn't work with this small business particularly, but I've, I've kind of kept my eye on them throughout this whole pandemic because they opened like days before here in America, before the uh, huge shutdowns, all the massive shutdowns occurred. Okay. Yeah. It was like four days or something <laughs> like that. They're like, Hey, we're open for, we're for business. Come in and eat at our restaurant. And it's like COVID baby. <laughs> and they were like, uh, we shut down. And so they had to adjust, right. They mm -hmm. had to, they had to uh, manipulate the way they were, their plan and the way they were doing things in order to stay afloat, right? Yeah. Because they couldn't just be like, well, that sucks. Shut the doors, claim bankruptcy, <laughs> let it all go. You know, they're not going to do that because these are entrepreneurs. We're tough and we're, you know, go get them kind of a style. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, what what is it about that situation that makes me say as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm not going to shut my doors. I'm going to handle this. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying, and uh, there's something that I need to point out. It's it's super obvious, but we forget it all the time. And I'm not just talking like you and me forget it. Like as entrepreneurs, we forget that entrepreneurship is meeting a need. The bigger the need, the bigger the opportunity. And when you talk about these businesses, that they're like, oh, you know, what are they doing when they're uh, you know, like they're, they're facing these disasters. Yeah. It's like, well, what is the need? If you just had a huge earthquake, do you really need pizza delivery? Yeah. Right. You know, and if the, you, if you do, like yeah. if, if people are all of a sudden they can't get food and yeah. like, wait a second, you know, you, you do pizza delivery. Um, you know, we need delivery service. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so 
if that is the need and you can fulfill that need, you know, that's probably a better Bingo. business to be in than like a nail technician where no one's really worried about getting their nails done. Right. Right in the aftermath of an earthquake. Well, and I think that that's another key point, another key takeaway from for this episode is uh, adapting, right? And mm -hmm. meeting the needs, whatever, even if you are an established business, you can shift gears a little bit and all of a sudden take advantage of these opportunities that present themselves in, in any given market and take advantage of that and leverage your business toward filling those needs. And you can make it big that so, way, right? <laughs> so... I was down in San Diego. I was at this, uh, it, it was actually an entrepreneurship conference. Very and, cool. uh, you know, we're hanging out in the middle of one of the sessions, the lights go off. Nice. And, you know, you're in this big conference center hotel and, uh, you know, so everyone kind of just chills for, for a minute. The emergency lights are, are shining. So it's not like it's pitch black by any means, but, uh, you know, so we're sitting there and the lights, they just stay off. And, and finally, you get the uh, hotel staff that they're just going through the rooms and they're saying, uh, yeah, uh, looks like power's out and it's not coming on for a while. So <clears throat> anyway, come to find out that uh, it was a massive power out. There were about a million and a half people in this area. So, I mean, San Diego is it's populated anyway. Sure. There's about a million and a half people that were without power. Okay. So at first... It's power outage. No one thinks anything of it. But then, you know, dinner time, dinner time starts mm -hmm. to roll around. Yeah. All the restaurants and the grocery stores are closed. How do you cook food? Yeah. How do you cook food? Uh, everyone's there on convention. They're stuck in a hotel. So it's like, uh, I don't know. You know, they're like grabbing granola bars out of their backpacks right? and, yeah, and stuff like that. And the few places that had food, like they were just, you know, it was like just an arm and a leg for you know, yeah. crappy sandwiches right. that are thrown together. Go down to the gas station and buy a day-old egg salad sandwich <laughs> that's super questionable. Yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, this or go hungry. So. Yeah. so so, this power outage ends up going through the rest of the evening. It comes back on at like 3 in the morning, something like that. So the very next day, and this is where I saw entrepreneurship at its finest. This guy... He went and got a bunch of uh, T-shirts screen printed that said, like, I survived the great power outage. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, but it was so rapid. Yeah. He was there selling shirts on the street corner. Dude, at, that's awesome. At, you know, at... At, at daybreak yeah. and and so everyone's just like whoa and he's sitting there and he's selling a ton of them and i'm guessing oh yeah those, I bet he was. Th those shirts were popular for probably a half a day right you know but when you Super talk about novel. being adaptable i yeah. look at it and i'm thinking yeah you know if if you're a nail technician and all of a sudden an earthquake happens and it's like well maybe i'm just gonna shut down my business for a little bit i'm gonna go out and serve and, you know, I'm just going right. to put on my, my, you know, branded logo. Exactly. And when people are like, hey, don't you own that nail shop? Yeah, but this is the bigger need right now. I'm like, be adaptable. Help out. Do whatever sure. you got to do. Exactly. Well, so being adaptable leads me to the next point. And I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but this leads me to the next point that I wanted to cover really quick, which is we've seen, uh, at least in, in, in my my time here on this earth. You just stated you're not that old. I know. Molly, come here. Got a story to tell the youngsters. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so it's like when you see new technologies or you see these shifts in 
uh, in our way of life. Right. Mm -hmm. So not it's, I mean, think about it. I'm mid thirties and the first cell phone I had was like, I was like 15 or 16. Right. Mm -hmm. And they were like these janky old crappy flip phones that had horrible screens and you could barely text from them. Right. Sure. So we go from that and in, in, in two decades. Right. And it's like, Whoa, 20 years. That's a long time. No, it's not like in two decades, we've gone from that to, we have these wicked powerful smartphones in our pockets. We have all you can run your of, entire business off of this thing. Right. But, but you think about, I mean, where we came from in terms of like the industrial revolution and everything that occurred. And that, that was in, in the history of the world, that wasn't that long ago, mm -hmm. you know? And so things are accelerating in, in an incredibly rapid pace. Right. And we're seeing all kinds of new tech technologies evolving from that. So we had like this mobile revolution kind of a deal. Right. And now we're starting to see in terms of like manufacturing things, we're starting to see additive manufacturing become this crazy thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And for those of you who aren't aware, additive manufacturing is like the 3D, correct name for 3d printing, right? 3d printing and stuff. Uh, but, but even from there, you, you also see, um, in, in the medical field, you see advances being made in terms of like, microbiology and, and cellular technology, all these crazy kinds of things. And so as entrepreneurs, it's like, there, there's two things that I two questions that I want to ask here. Number one, it's like, when you see this big shift occurring, is that something that you bring into question when you're starting your business? Because it's like, uh, when automobiles were first invented, people were like, no, I'm still selling old horse and buggy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they weren't on board with the automobiles. But then, and so it's like in that instance, yeah, it's smart to jump on board with the automobiles because I mean, hindsight 2020, we know it goes somewhere, but then Microsoft comes out with the Zune, right? Uh, I've never heard of that. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, so you remember when iPods were like brand new and they were all cool? Yeah. So the Zune was Microsoft's version of an iPod. Oh, right. I thought that was Dr. Seuss's version no. of a uh, waggledy-whack right. and a zoonity zoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like MySpace. It's Does it even exist anymore? I, actually, it, MySpace it, does. It does, yeah. But but still, I actually don't know if Zoon is a thing or not. But, but that's a technology. It's like if you would have invested in that or jumped on board with that, mm, you're not doing so hot right now. Yeah. Right? And so it's like how do you – how do you uh, navigate those waters essentially? Right. Um, and I, I think that you actually, you, you answered your own question with your example, but it, it's embracing the correct technologies moving forward with change. Oh yeah. That makes sense. It's so easy. I get it. <laughs> totally answers my question. It doesn't answer my question. No, uh, what when when you as a business when you're trying to meet that need that customer demand you can't move backward if all of a sudden you know on this automobile example if they were trying to just keep upgrading the horse and carriage but keep it a horse and carriage like, okay okay that, so that's not going to meet the demand sure so let's let's look at this so right now Elon Musk is huge, right? Okay. Elon, everybody knows who he is and what he's doing and whatever. So right now he's working on 
on his SpaceX sure. venture. Is that something you jump on board with? Well, okay. It, and, and I'm not saying the company itself or his product, whatever you want to say itself, but the notion of uh, accessible space flight and like returning rockets and fuel cells and, and all that kind of stuff. So you jump on board with that. So, so, so let me answer it this way. And, and, and I'm going to kind of summarize a whole bunch of things that we've talked about in this answer. And that is that when the outside factors are weighing heavy on your entrepreneurship ventures, whether you're growing an existing company, whether you're looking to start a company, whether you're branching off something from your company, when there's a lot of outside influences, it can be a pandemic, it can be economics, it can be uh, you know acts of God, as you put it. When those are happening, the need for solutions increases, which means that the need for entrepreneurship increases. However, the people who are going to solve those needs are not going to solve tomorrow's problems with yesterday's solutions. And so as an entrepreneur, yeah, you've got to push the envelope. And if that's SpaceX travel, sure, that's fine. But you've got to be willing to push that envelope. Yeah, And, and, and so... And, and it kind of just wraps up with, with, with all this. And I am going to wrap up because, uh, man, we've covered a lot of ground. But, mm-hmm. but it's this idea of get those advisors that are giving you some outside perspective. Understand the needs that are present with these changes in, you know, in the environment around you. Look for those opportunities and don't be afraid to step forward into it. And so, yeah. It can be a scary time, but it can also be an exciting time for entrepreneurship with these outside factors constantly pushing in. And so that, yeah, I love that. You know, I love that. That to me is kind of the takeaway is it's like there's always a need for entrepreneurship. In fact, today there is a greater need for entrepreneurship than there was pre all of this craziness that's going on in the world. And so if you're an entrepreneur and you're willing to step up to the plate, you're needed. Get out there. Make yeah, it happen. Get out there and do it for sure. So with that. Let's go ahead and wrap awesome. it up. All right. Fine. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. We loved having you. This is Marketing Management and Money. You can find us at marketingmanagementmoney.com. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think, and we will catch you next week. You guys are awesome. Ciao.